Hello, thank you for listening to Honest Rants with Bob, where I rant or ramble about whatever random topic I happen to think of at the time. This time, I'd like to talk about restaurants and how they're irritating me in so many different ways, and there are many people that seem to agree with me. So first, I'd like to talk about everyone's favorite restaurant, McDonald's. I know there's a lot of people that really dislike McDonald's, for very many reasons. I will say that the McDonald's in my town has recently become my favorite fast food restaurant just because of the cleanliness and the service they provide. A lot of other restaurants have gone way down in quality of service. Therefore, McDonald's has become my favorite. However, there are still some issues that I will always have an issue with. The first issue that I want to talk about is the receipt. Now, many different places have surveys you can do with the receipts that you receive from your purchase. If you do a survey, you're entered to win something, you get a discount on something, you get a coupon, whatever. No big deal. They're trying to bribe you to give them a rating. Good ratings keep a business looking good to the public. Therefore, they're going to do this at many different places. I don't have an issue with that inherently. However, when your receipt says, rate us highly satisfied for this deal. Wait a minute. So you're telling me I have to rate you highly satisfied in order to get this deal that you're offering me. If I'm honest and say that I was just mildly satisfied or that I was not satisfied or that I was terribly unsatisfied, I don't get this deal. So you're telling me that in many cases, I'm going to have to be dishonest in order to get something out of it. You are bribing me to be dishonest to make your company look better, even though it's not that good. That is beyond insane. I will never not have a problem with that. I mean, really, you're telling me that I have to rate you highly satisfied. Here's a grammatical error to begin with. Aside from the fact that this is absolutely uncalled for bribery, for dishonesty, your grammar is atrocious. This has been going on for years, by the way. This is not a new thing. I found on Reddit people complaining about this two years ago, and someone brings up this grammatical error as well. The fact that it says rate us highly satisfied. So wait a minute. I'm supposed to say that you are highly satisfied? Aren't I supposed to be the one that's highly satisfied here? Maybe say something like, give us a high satisfactory rating. Something to that extent. That would sound better grammatically. Instead of you telling me to say that you are highly satisfied. That makes absolutely no sense. So not only did whoever thought of this nonsense tell me that I should lie, but they didn't even do it grammatically correct. They told me to tell them that they are highly satisfied. Absolute stupidity. You need to get someone in there who has, I don't know, at least a little bit more literacy. You've got people in charge of things in this company that really have no idea what they're doing. This is absolutely stupid. There are plenty of other companies that do things like this. Now, it's not quite that bad as far as the customer is concerned. However, there are many companies out there that tell their employees that they have a quota. They have to get so many ratings, so many surveys done by the customers. Otherwise, they get a coaching, they get a write-up, they get fired, whatever. Different companies do it different ways. 
and it's all absolutely garbage. No job should be contingent on what your customers do willfully. I walk into some places and I hear, and I've actually been an employee that's been told I have to say things like this. Tell the customer as they're leaving, as you hand them their receipt, hey, there's a survey here. You could win this, blah, 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 whatever. Give us a good rating. I'm sorry. Why am I telling the customer to rate me highly? That should be up to them. Now, we can let them know about the survey. We can suggest that they do the survey. We can ask them to do the survey, but we can't make them do the survey. We can't make them give us a good rating. And many times, someone is unhappy that a store didn't have a specific off-the-wall item, and they go and do this survey, and they give it the worst rating possible. Another issue is that there are some companies that give the customer the option of rating on a scale of, say, 1 to 5 or 1 to 10, as far as satisfactory is concerned. Say, 1 is the worst, 5 or 10 is the best. However, if they rate anything below the top, you get a 0 for your store. You either get a 0 or you get a 100. For example, the customer can rate on a scale from 1 to whatever. And if they rate anything below the top number, that store's rating gets a zero for that survey. It's either zero or 100. But the customer is not told this. Anytime they do that, if they give you a four out of five, because they're quite satisfied, but it could have been just a little bit better, suddenly the store gets in trouble because you had a zero. Wait, we didn't have a zero. The customer was happy. Oh, but they weren't extremely happy. Therefore, you get a zero. You get no points for doing almost everything right. None. You're rewarded for doing everything perfectly. You're reprimanded for doing one out of a thousand things wrong. You get no credit for doing the other 999 things properly or even perfectly because you did the one thing just slightly off you get a zero. That's how these scales basically work. It doesn't matter how much perfection you put into everything else. You didn't satisfy the customer 100%. And it most likely isn't even your fault in many cases. Like I said, the store doesn't have one particular thing. Maybe it's something that's been discontinued for years and the customer just hoped they'd find it. Maybe they didn't know that. But they're not satisfied because they couldn't find it. So they give you a four out of five because they found everything else they were looking for. Your store was clean. Your store was perfectly stocked. You were perfect with your customer service. Everything was fantastic, but they didn't find that one thing that doesn't exist anymore. Therefore, you got a four out of five. Your store now gets a zero for that rating. And it's absolutely uncalled for. These corporations don't care one bit about what's really going on in their stores or their restaurants. They just want their company to look absolutely perfect no matter what on the ratings. As far as the public satisfactory stuff, they want it to look perfect. If it's not, they're upset. They don't care how dishonest it has to be. At the moment, I'm looking at the American Customer Satisfaction Index scores for McDonald's restaurants in the United States from 2000 to 2020. Now, this was not measured in 2004, but every other year is listed. It started at 59% in 2000. Now it's kind of gone up and down a little bit here and there, but for the most part, it's been on a very sharp incline. It's gone from 59% in 2000 
to 70% in 2020. The peak was 73% for two years. That was 2012 and 2013. Now, from the looks of it, you'd think, wow, McDonald's is actually satisfying customers a lot more than it used to. In reality, the way I see it, from what I hear from customers, is they're just bribing customers to say better things about them. And to be honest, I would say that's probably at least very close to accurate. And that is a problem because you get these big companies that want to look even better, but they know they're looking pretty bad. They have a bad reputation and they want to fix it. How do they fix it? They come up with a scheme. Instead of actually fixing the problems that the customers have with the company or that the employees have with the company, all they want to do is scheme and try to make some little trick to make them look better than they actually are. So they're spending a lot of time and money. Many, many resources are being spent on putting through these schemes that they wouldn't have to do if they just do things the right way to begin with. They seem to think it's cheaper to just scheme and make themselves look better to get more customers. But in reality, word of mouth is a lot better advertising. They would be doing so much better if they'd actually start satisfying more customers by fixing the problems that the customers have these issues with. And then these people would go around spreading the word, hey, they've improved this. Guess what? More people are going to come around. You're going to make more money. But you don't want to do it that way because that would make too much sense. That requires actually using your brain. That requires being honest and actually doing a good job and expecting your employees to do a good job too. Now, I will say there's a lot of very nice people that work at McDonald's. The problem is that they can only do so much with what they have. And when corporate doesn't give a darn, of course, the quality of service isn't going to be as good. So as far as the ratings are concerned, it's all a bunch of garbage. It's all bribery just to make things look pretty when they're actually not. Basically, polish a turd, it's still a turd. And that goes for anything, any company, any product, any service, all of it. Polish a turd, it's still a turd. And when you've got a corporate office that's doing things like that, it is a turd, regardless of the massively fantastic quality that you get from customer service up front from the lowest people. They can be fantastic, but all in all, you're still getting a polished turd to no fault of most of the employees. Another issue I want to talk about is a very recent issue. Now, this started as a more sensible thing. Because of the pandemic, COVID-19 and all that, a lot of places have not had their lobbies open for dine-in. Some don't even allow you to carry out from the lobby still, which would be fine if they'd get their drive throughs in order. This started several months ago with Wendy's in my town. Now, I don't know about anywhere else. I have heard a few people in other places say it's happening there too, but I don't know if it's a local thing, if it's everywhere, whatever. It's happening here and it's really bad. First of all, let me start off by saying I'm a DoorDasher. Okay, so if I get an order for somewhere and I go to pick it up and I have to sit in the drive-thru, that takes not only longer for me to get my money, but it takes longer for the customer to get their food. Now, I'll touch on that again in a moment. But first, let's talk about what Wendy's is doing. So let's say you get to Wendy's. 
you see a long drive through line. You know they don't let you in the lobby for anything. Because of that, you have to sit in the drive through and wait. You think, okay, no problem. I'll sit there for several minutes and then get to the speaker and order my food. Lo and behold, you find out it's not going to be just several minutes. It can be over 30 minutes. There was one day I had two separate orders at two different times at Wendy's. So I go and sit in the drive through at Wendy's. Each time took over 30 minutes just to get to the speaker. What are they doing that's causing this problem? Well, it's quite simple and really, really stupid. This is something that used to be totally not allowed in any drive through anywhere. What they're doing is they're taking the order at the speaker. Once they get the order, they tell you to come to the window. When you get to the window, you pay and they begin making your food. Why are they not already making your food? I can't figure this out. I asked. They don't tell me anything. They don't want to talk about that. They say that's not what they're doing. They say they are already making the food. However, when I get to the window, I can clearly see everyone's standing around. When I hand them my card to pay for it or whatever's going on, then they walk to the grill and start doing whatever. That's a huge problem. Now, this did not used to be a thing. This did not used to be allowed. There's something on Reddit here from 2016, and it says, drive throughs often have a clock or counter with big digits ticking off how long each customer is waiting. At the faster restaurants like McDonald's, they try to keep it under two minutes or so. There is no way they are waiting to execute your order until you actually pay. Now, as someone who has worked in multiple fast food restaurants and pays attention to a lot of them, I can say this is 100% true. This is how it works in every drive through place I have ever seen. They have a timer, especially at the faster paced places. They want to make sure you're not going over a specific time on average for how long it takes you to get someone's order at the drive through ready for them and get them out. However, this has completely flipped around to the exact opposite at some places in the recent several months. And I kid you not, every day before I would start my dash, I would go and sit in the parking lot next to this Wendy's and look at their drive through for a moment. And they're doing the same thing. So what are they doing while they're getting your order ready for you and handing it to you? They're making the next person behind you wait at the speaker before they even take their order. When do they take their order, you might wonder? Well, they take their order after your car starts to pull away from the window. This can take up to maybe 10 or so minutes. That is beyond insane. I don't know who decided that was a good idea, but it's exactly what's happening. You get to the speaker, they will tell you that you're going to have to wait a moment. They'll be as polite about it as possible, and then they'll come back several minutes later and say, sorry about the wait, how can I help you? If I'm sitting there waiting several minutes, that's a problem. Now, if they were really busy or something, I could understand. They're having an issue, I could understand. But making it the policy that you don't take my order until the person in front of me is leaving your window, that is a huge problem. So not only is that a problem for the customers that are in the line, it's a problem for the customers that have ordered their food now they have to wait up to 30 minutes longer. I could be right there as I get the order and say, hey, I'll pull into the parking lot right here, get into the drive-thru and get their order. No, 
They're not making that order until I get to the speaker and say, hey, this is the order. It's already been placed over 30 minutes ago. Well, now it's going to have to be made. So it's not even being made for up to 30 something minutes. And then the customer has to wait for that to happen. Wait for me to get it in my vehicle and then wait for me to get it to them. No customer is happy with that. I now 100% refuse to pick up a Wendy's order anymore because of the amount of time it takes. And I tell customers on occasion, if they ask me a question about, you know, any other places I deliver for, I'll say, hey, I, I deliver for various places around here, but Wendy's is available for it. But this is why I don't pick up from there anymore. And they say, oh, wow, thank you. I won't order from Wendy's because that's insane. Yes, it is insane. Well, now Burger King has started doing it. I was going to Burger King frequently. They weren't doing this. Their customer service was fantastic. Suddenly, the two people that worked there that were the best employees I'd ever seen no longer work there. The service has gone down a lot. And then they start doing this one car at a time nonsense. A lot of people leave their parking lot. They get out of line. They say, this is insane. I'm not sitting here waiting for this. I'm leaving. Last time I was there, I did just that. I saw what they were doing. I was like, I think this is insane. I pull around as I'm leaving and I see, yeah, they're doing that. They're doing one car at a time. And I haven't been back since. And that was weeks ago. Another place I have a problem with in town is Taco Bell. Now their service has been terrible for years at many of their locations. Their lines are very long because they're very slow. All kinds of problems. Well, they have a huge banner out front, a massive thing that says that their dine-in, their lobby is open. Here lately, it's not been open and there's no sign anywhere saying that it's closed. You have to get up to the door and wait for someone to come to the door and tell you, no, sorry, our lobby's closed. We're drive through only right now. So now Wendy's and Taco Bell have lines going out the parking lot and into the road in multiple directions, blocking traffic. And I kid you not, the Wendy's is at an intersection. It is a four-way stop sign intersection on a narrow road. Therefore, this traffic gets blocked in four different directions on some days. And that particular intersection just happens to be one of the main intersections I go through with constant deliveries back and forth. Therefore, I've had to find ways to go around on these terrible days. I shouldn't have to do that. Customers shouldn't have to deal with that. And traffic that's just trying to get through shouldn't have to deal with that. Especially since one way is a blind hill. You come over the hill and you go down and suddenly there's a line of cars there that you didn't know was there. You have to stop. And guess what? You're stuck. You're, you're stuck there. You can't turn around. Someone comes up behind you. You have nowhere to go. What are you going to do? You're stuck in traffic because of Wendy's taking one car at a time and not starting their order until the car is at the window. And for Taco Bell, their excuse is, well, we've been short-staffed lately, so we're drive-through only. And this is gonna make a lot of sense to some people. Some people are gonna be confused. Some people will disagree. But I've personally experienced this. A few years ago, I worked at a place, at a restaurant. We had dine-in, takeout, and drive-through. We had a very small, tight parking lot smaller than Wendy's or Taco Bell. I worked Veterans Day and we knew this was going to be rough. We had no parking spaces, none whatsoever. 
the business, the very large business next door that had been closed down for years, their parking lot was starting to fill up. We had a line out the door and then we had two tour buses filled with veterans and their families show up at once. Now, they called hours in advance to warn us. So thanks to them for that. That helped. We were mentally prepared that it was going to happen. However, it was non-stop. We had no tables available. Every time someone would leave a table, we had, well, let me just back up a bit. Each one of us had a specific job. We have two registers and one register for drive through What we had to do was each person stayed at their station, no matter what. Don't go help someone else unless it's an emergency. So we had one person on each register, a few people in the back on the grill, one person on fries, one person making the ice cream stuff, one person at the drive through one person out there busing tables, pre-busing tables, whatever, as they were able to, etc. However, that was literally all hands on deck, no call-outs, except we were already short-staffed because we didn't have enough employees to begin with. Granted, that's more than other companies would have sometimes, but that was literally every person that was on our staff there that day. And it still technically wasn't enough for that many people all at once, but we had no problems. Now, I understand that short-staffed for other places does mean less people than what we had. But if we had a few less people, we still would have had no problems if we had just stuck to what we were doing. It would have been a little bit slower, but we would have been fine. We had a lot of customers understanding, hey, we see you're packed. We see this line is out the door. You can't help that. It's an extremely busy day. We appreciate that you're doing this. We had a lot of happy customers. We had very few unsatisfied customers. And when they were unsatisfied, it usually was something small, something easy to fix. That's called customer service, word of mouth. You get out there and you do your job and you try to do it right and you try to make everyone happy. You're not going to make everyone happy. It's impossible. But if you're doing your best, you're going to have a lot more satisfied customers. You don't get that at very many places. But we had a good team going. Even if we didn't exactly like each other, we worked really well together and it just went fantastically. It was rough. It was hot in there. There were so many people in there. It was, it was insane. I'd never seen it before. I'd never seen anything like it. And it was rough and it went fantastically. It could have been an absolute disaster, but it wasn't. The reason is because we didn't close our lobby. Because, oh, we're a little short-staffed today. You're going to have to do drive through only. That would have been stupid. We would have had problems worse than what Taco Bell and Wendy's are having. Worse than what they're causing for other people. We didn't do that. Because we knew how stupid that would be. Oh, we only want to have specific register running. So we don't have multiple registers because we're short-staffed. That's stupid. There's no reason for that. That's just laziness. The one day I found out that this was happening was because the door was accidentally left unlocked and I went in to pick up a DoorDash order and someone was like, oh, I thought that door was locked. How'd you get in? Blah, blah, blah. It was unlocked. Oh yeah, we're supposed to have the lobby closed. Okay. Why? We're short staffed. I look in there and I see plenty of people standing around doing nothing. I said, really? Well, your sign out there, massive thing, it says that you're open. It says that the lobby is open. You don't have a sign anywhere. Other customers were complaining too. And it was 
beyond comprehension why anyone would have a, a sign that says that it is open when it's not open and no sign saying, sorry, this is what's going on, whatever. No, nothing. And their excuse is, we're short-staffed, but you're not too short-staffed to have people standing around doing nothing, right? Yeah, that seems like a real problem here. And because I didn't want to have this issue again, I asked them, as a DoorDasher, what am I supposed to do next time I have an order and your lobby is closed? Because I see you're already getting the order ready. So what do I do? Do I have to just sit and wait in line? Yeah, sorry. You're unfortunately going to have to just sit and wait in line. I said, dude, the line takes up to an hour here to get from the end of the line to the speaker. And you're already making the order before I show up. So you're telling me my customer, your customer can have their order sitting there and getting cold for an hour before it's even in my vehicle. I'm sorry, sir. There's nothing we can do about it. Really? There's a lot that can be done, but nobody wants to actually think and do it. So that's my issues with some of the fast food restaurants around here. However, there is one more thing I want to talk about, and this is with the bigger sit-in restaurants. Applebee's, for example. The Applebee's in my town, and I know a lot of restaurants are doing this. I get the basic idea behind it, but it really isn't very well thought out. Used to be, you'd go in, if they were a little bit busy, they'd have you wait. Well, there was a waiting area. And you'd be away from other people for the most part, unless there were other people waiting. No problem, whatever. Applebee's and many others have their waiting areas blocked off. And it's supposedly because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Ordinarily, I would understand this. However, when you've got inclement weather, 90 degrees, blaring sun, no clouds, no breeze, no shade because you got rid of all of your awnings, all the trees are kind of withered a bit, haven't started growing back very well yet, etc. Or when it's snowing, really bad thunderstorm, whatever. And you tell someone, no, you're going to have to wait in your car or outside. Well, if I don't have AC in my vehicle and I tell you this, oh, it doesn't matter. You have to wait outside. And you're telling me that me and my child or someone, some bigger family, whatever, they're going to have to wait outside. Why? This place is empty. Their excuse? Well, we have tables ready, but we have to get the kitchen ready for an, another customer. I'm sorry, what? You have to get the... Why is your kitchen not ready to make food to begin with? You've got other people in here eating already, and you're telling me your kitchen is not prepared to wait another several minutes or whatever for us to make our orders and then start making something else? How does that make any sense? So it's not okay for me to wait over here away from everyone literally over 20 feet away from the nearest person. But it's okay for people to sit at tables that are technically not even six feet away from each other without a mask and sit there and talk for a while, even after they're done eating. That's okay, but it's not okay for me to stand 20 feet away from everyone or more for just a moment, not talking to everyone. How is that not safe, but me sitting at the table? That absolutely stupid. The reasoning is totally backwards. They don't care about the weather. They don't care about a disability from anyone that might have a problem with being outside physically or medically. They don't care. 
They're just like, oh, COVID-19, we have to be safe. The rules, laws, regulations. Guess what? There's no law or regulation that says that because other companies are doing just fine with having a waiting area inside as long as people space out enough. No problem. There's no law that says you can't have your waiting area as long as people are socially distanced. However, there are regulations that say that your tables are too close together. Oh, but you don't think that's a problem. Use your brains. Don't tell me your kitchen is not ready. All these tables are open over here. You, you don't have signs on them. I know what tables you have available because it's been the same tables since this started. And I see that they're clean and ready to use. And you tell me, oh, we have tables available. But the kitchen is not ready for another customer. What does the kitchen have to do with me sitting down with a menu to figure out what I want to eat? Oh, it's going to be about 10 or 15 minutes before the kitchen's ready. That is beyond stupid. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Really? Why would you tell me that? Why would you lie to me like that? Just so that you don't have to see me. What, what's, what does that gain you? I mean, that's not even lazy. That's stupid. I don't even see how that would be lazy. Like, what are you gaining? You're not gaining any extra time. I have no idea. So anyway, yeah, restaurants and many other businesses lately have been beyond stupid. And it is beyond infuriating. Thanks for listening. That is all from me for now. I hope you all have a great day.